right, friends, let's pray. Jesus, we're so grateful that even though we are geographically spread apart, that you are still present with us, that you show up every time that we turn our affections towards you. And as we worship and sing to you and even spend time laying our lives down before you, that you are present in that process. We're so grateful, Jesus. We love you. Would you come now as we look at your word for just a few minutes and would you just continue to speak to our hearts? Would you transform us and make us more like you in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. Well, thanks, friends. I'm going to share just a brief message. Because of the circumstances, we had decided to sort of pause our series This will still be somewhat related, but the message and content that was planned for today, we're actually just going to push to next week so we can have the full experience of the planned messages uh, and content for our series about worship being our highest priority. So I'm going to share just a short, simple little devotional thought with you. If you have your Bible uh, or Bible device or you are on the uh, chat, there's actually a Bible tab there. I'm going to be in the message version. Uh, We're going to read just a few verses in Romans 12, probably a familiar passage to some of us. I think the Lord just has a couple uh, things that he would have me share with you this morning. Let's go ahead and read. Uh, And if you don't have a, a, a Bible or a device handy, just listen and receive these words. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you and develops well-formed maturity in you. A couple of thoughts as we've been thinking about the the idea of worship and we talked in the first message about how worship begins with an encounter. And and you know many versions of this text use this fa- phrase be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we've been talking about how in the process of worship we can be transformed, that the presence of God, as he encounters us and speaks to us in the process of worship, can actually change us, can actually transform us. But I want to push in on this idea of transformation a little bit more, because for some of us, we have this concept of transformation that is simply based on information, And my encouragement to you this morning, as this passage would tell us, 
We are not transformed just by receiving more information. Information without a practical application does not bring transformation. Just as it says here, instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. See, information is is an outside-in process. But worship is an inside-out process. As we encounter God in our heart, as we receive what the gifts and the knowledge and the impact that he has, it transforms us at a heart level. And then the process of discipleship helps us grow up into the knowledge of the reality of how God is transforming you and I in the process of worship and beyond. For most of us in our culture, we, we get that totally backwards. We think that if we receive more knowledge, more information, then our heart will catch up because now we know the real truth. Now we know sort of the direction we need to go or the decision we need to make. And God's kingdom is upside down, friends. He says, receive the transforming presence of God in your heart by faith and then grow into the knowledge of what that reality means. And so there's an invitation today to say to God, I, I receive, I'm open to the transformation that you want to do in my life. And that transformation is directly connected to the process of worship. As we encounter God's presence, we are changed. One other thing that I want to draw your attention to is that we often approach the big questions of life. I've got to figure out what to do. I've got a decision to make. I've got to figure out what, what direction to go, what, what choice to make for whatever's in front of you in your life. And this scripture also tells us that you will readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. I don't know if you understand it entirely. I know I'm still growing in this understanding, but that's a supernatural reality. To have the clarity to readily recognize what he wants from you. I, I don't usually live in that place. I, like many of you, uh, have doubts, have struggles, have questions. I'm not always quite sure what it is that God wants me to do, which decision he wants me to make. And sometimes even when I feel like I am sure, I'm not always able to quickly respond to it. And friends, there's a, there's a sort of a, a secret key to this process, and it's in the process of worship as one of the songs that we love to sing called The Heart of Worship, as the music fades and everything is stripped away, in that process of encountering God, all of the things sort of swirling around me actually get quieter. And I'm able to more clearly not only hear the voice of God for the information that he wants to speak to me, but to encounter him in a way that it becomes really clear what it is that he wants from me. And I have the faith in that moment of worship, in that moment of encounter, 
He deposits in my heart the faith to be able to respond readily, quickly. Uh, Pastor uh, Robert Morris in Texas that I listen to from time to time has this phrase. He says, delayed obedience is disobedience. And how often do we do that when we're facing a decision and we think we know the answer, but we're, we're just not sure. And so, so we delay saying yes to God. And I'm not discounting a process of discernment. We, we need that. But when we know that it's God that's speaking, we need to readily respond. We need to quickly respond. And the key to that that I have found in my life is that amidst whatever confusion or difficult decisions or circumstances might be taking place in your life, carving out time and space, both individually and in a corporate setting, to encounter God in worship can bring the clarity and the transformation that is needed to move forward, to discern and pick up on what it is he wants me to do and to readily respond. The process of worship can bring about the type of transformation that we all desperately need. I want to conclude this uh, message time with this thought. As we continue forward in our series in the next few weeks, I want to just give you a phrase. As we worship, part of the process of worship, as we come especially together corporately, and as we sing songs and do other acts of worship, one of the things that we're doing together is that we're laying our lives down before the Lord. It's that process of coming and surrendering again, of saying honestly and openly before God, Jesus, I don't understand all the things that are going on in my life. I don't know what decision to make, but Jesus, I know that you are bigger than any problem I might be facing. You are more real than the things that I feel. And, and by using this sort of language, this sort of prayer, we can step into that transformation and that clarity. You know, you can sing songs and not worship. You can pray prayers and not commune with God. And you can read the Word and not drink of the living water if He's not present in it with you. And all of this comes back to a relationship context. Everything that we're striving for and aiming for, the practices that we do are meaningless if they're not done in the context of relationship with the living God. Jesus wants to encounter you today, friends, and he wants to do that in the context of a relationship where you can feel seen, safe, and loved despite what's going on in your life. And in that place, you can become open to the transformation that's available in the kingdom of God with Jesus' help. Would you join me as we pray a prayer to ask God to make a difference? Jesus, we welcome you even more fully. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the process of worship 
and the ways that you encounter us, the ways that you speak to our hearts. And we just ask, Jesus, and I would encourage everyone to to join me in this prayer. You might even want to put your hands out like you're going to receive a gift. And just pray in your heart with me, Jesus, I receive the transformation that you desire to do in my life. I still myself and I try to listen for you. I invite you to encounter me today. I invite you to love me today. And if I need it, I invite you to give me the faith to receive that love so that I might become more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, friends, I hope that you prayed that along with me. I hope that if you're impacted by the Spirit, uh, either through the worship today or through this message, that you'll uh, reach out in the chat and uh, you can request prayer with one of our hosts. We have several people online who are ready and available uh, to pray with you, to minister to you if you need that. Um, you can also always send us requests for our intercessory team that we're meeting on Tuesday, but I would love for you. We're going to keep the chat open for a good 10 or 15 minutes um, after we close the broadcast here. And we would love for you to just to connect, to to get prayer from each other. One of the things that always happens when we meet in person is that we pray for each other because there's there's power in that. There's transformation in that as we invite God to come into each other's lives in a way that makes a difference. Not just changes things a little bit, but makes a God difference. That's far beyond what we could ever think or imagine. Well, I hope that you're staying safe and warm. I hope that you know that we love you. And I hope and pray that we will be back right here in person as well as online next Sunday, January 21st at 10 a.m. Feel free to join us. For now, let me just pray a prayer of blessing as you go about your day. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless your people. I thank you for every person watching this broadcast. And I ask, Lord, that you would make a difference, that you would meet us in ways this week that are transformative, that we would see more of your kingdom this week as we enter into the process of worship, that you would speak to us, that you would give us clarity about decisions, that you would give us confidence in our hearts about who we are, and that you would counter each one of us in unique and special ways that truly makes a difference in our lives. We're inviting you, Jesus, we're, we're giving you permission and we're creating time and space for you to come and encounter us. We love you and we wait with hopeful expectation for the ways that you will surprise us today and in the days to come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, friends. We love you. Have a good one. We'll see you next time.